Welcome to Hidden Gems Podcast, where the gems ain't truly hidden. You just have to have the know with all to go and find them shits. I'm Donnie Manifest underscore Greatness underscore LLC IG. You can find me on that handle with my co-host Be Funny Two One Six on IG. How you feeling, my boy? Man, I can't complain. How you feeling, big dog? A long day, man. Long day, but I can't complain. I'm six feet above ground, so. Yeah, you got it. So our topic for today, our episode is about legacy. You know, legacy, legacy. Black excellence, baby. Let them see. You know the vibes. So the definition for legacy is a gift by will, especially of money or other personal property. How you feel about that, B? So that to me that would be what they call like trust for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Leaving something. Leaving actual physical. A business. Money. Life insurance. <laughs> ah, yep. Hey, hey, yep, 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 yes, sir. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Bury me the right way, cause I left y'all with some bread. <laughs> yes, the other half of the definition. Is something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor or from the past. So to me, that that would play more into like your, your story. Because mm-hmm. the, the example they give is the war left the legacy of pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. So that lets you know, like, okay, so this, this, this tribe, the way we go, what about this is the XYZ tribe? Oh, man, XYZ tribe, man. Remember that was, the, they did this, they did that, and they got fucked up, that was the end of them. I, that's how they go remember you. That's their legacy. Right, and I think it's important to point out that your legacy is um, not determined by you. It's determined by the mm-hmm. people that survey, that uh, survey your your grind, your, your rise to fame, your fall, possibly. Is 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 to be deemed by the audience, not by yourself. They determine what your legacy is. People yeah, it's not by you. You can do whatever you want, but nah. Like like, hey, listen. I know a, I know a man who wrote a bunch of hits, but they is not gonna remember him as the hit maker. They trying to remember that man as a perv. <laughs> they trying to remember that man as a pervert. Mr. Chocolate Factory. <laughs> they trying to remember that man as a pervert. <laughs> They trying to make that uh, R. Kelly, so therefore you hear R. Kelly. Oh, he was the one writer who who wrote and seduced younger. That, that's gonna be like a whole. You see what I'm saying? It's a whole pie. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact, bro. But you got. But is it? So let's go. Let's start. Let's go to the, with the financial aspect of it. So. Would you? What would you consider? What would you consider a good example of a financial, like leaving the financial legacy, like something realistic though, not like this, like oh, that's what the like something you know, like around you. 
I feel like leaving a good financial legacy would be um, being very transparent about your finances. A lot of times we grow up in households where we don't know exactly what's going on, you know, with our parents or our guardians, whoever's over us. We don't understand why we move so many times or why the lights got cut off. We don't really understand the nuances of finances. I feel like the first step that you have to um, make towards financial legacy is financial literacy. You have to make everyone around you aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it. Um, Ooh, that's cold. Especially coming from our society where we don't have the know-it-all to um, quote-unquote pull ourselves up by the financial bootstraps and apply ourselves economically to our society um for example for me um being a first-time business owner at least in my family from my understanding um when i got my first property i brought the kids like i showed them the property i told them what i was going to do with the property i had them work at the property i had them fix things at the property um when I bought my second property, I let them know why and the timeline of which we were going to stay there. It's just a constant conversation. When I was door dashing, I let them know that I was operating underneath the business name. When I um, put out a book, I let them know that I was a self-published author. You know, every step I took towards any accolade that I had, I let them know why I was doing it. Now, it all contributes to finances one way or another because money made all those things move. They they turn dreams into vehicles. Now, mm -hmm. those vehicles were propelled by me and the gas that I put in those vehicles, but they're going to be driven by my children once I'm not here anymore. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's so dead on point because that go into what you don't even know what I was about to say for my example. And my example was I worked at Hot Sauce Williams and there was a business started by a granddad. Granddad passed it to his son. Nobody wanted to take the business on. Grand, his kids, none of his kids really was, you know, into the business. They don't want to flip chicken the rest of their life. That's a whole legacy right there. Mm -hmm. That's a whole legacy right there. With. <laughs> But Ironically, that, that's what they turned their name into when they uh, ended up closing. What was up though? What was it? What did they turn their name to? Hot Sauce Legacy. <laughs> oh, Hot Sauce Legacy. Once, once it went all the way under and they lost the Hot Sauce Williams name to, to the family, they can't use the name no more. They turned it to Hot Sauce Legacy and now it still went bad. Still went under. I think it's important to note that, you know, a lot of people don't want to inherit certain legacies. Like you yeah. said, you know, it's a legacy. Um, sometimes, you know, like <clears throat> tribal times or war times, we still in war times. But let's just go 100 years back. If you have a, a legacy of raping and pillaging like the Vikings, who wants to? some people don't want to inherit the legacy. You understand what I'm saying? Some people don't want to inherit a, a chicken shack. You know, that's traditionally what it is. Some people don't want to inherit that. Other people embrace it. You know, um, we know someone personally that took up that that mantle, whereas her sister didn't want that. You understand what I'm saying? So that's the thing. But do you still in uh, inadvertently benefit from the legacy that you may not want to be a part of? Of course you do, because you're affiliated with the family. 
it's like the mob when you have a legacy you understand what i'm saying that people can see and touch it's like the mob it's like even with queen elizabeth dying her kids didn't want shit to do with her you understand what i'm saying they didn't want shit to do her grandkids didn't want shit to do with her everybody was away from the throne but when she passed everybody came back you see what i'm saying unless i feel unless you continue in the legacy or okay i don't want to work at the chicken shack or i'm gonna start doing this and you know leave that you know for this case my key you know and make that an opportunity unless you create another opportunity you just fucked it up because mm -hmm. you had something that was already there for you to keep passing because that's what it's about keep passing everybody worry about, oh, i could just do this all my friends want to do this all right can't pass modeling on you know what i'm saying can't pass this up so you want to get into something that you can pass on. You want to have something. I feel you want to have something that you can pass on. So that means anything could be a legacy. Like um, I think you mentioned before we got on wax, like spiritual legacies, like spiritual legacies or, um, you know, how religious figures have a pastor, evangelist, a minister, you know, in their in their lineage. Like they are spiritual leaders. It's a spiritual legacy. It's not about the money. It's about leading by faith, listening to God, having a flock. You know what I mean? But I think the baseline of legacy is as long as you um, further in the legacy, you contributing into it, you contributing to it actively, then you should always be willing to um, teach the next up and coming generation within that legacy that's what keeps it going and then helping them evolve and go to another place with it where it can always be continuous it's never stagnant because it's forever evolving it's not just stuck in one realm or one aspect of the legacy of the family it's important it's important it's Mm -hmm. It's an important, it's an important part of life that people don't. That once you figure it out, you do it. You you, you understand. It. You don't once you if you don't have it. I feel it's something you need to be looking towards to. Like okay, it's dead. When nothing left for me, when left for nothing left for my mama, when nothing left. When we gonna break that cycle and leave something for the next one? Something, shit, something, just something. I feel like when you don't have a a legacy, it's almost evident. It's, it's yeah, it's everybody got to start over. Everybody started from scratch. Mm -hmm. yep. Then you say things about the oh, oh, but you know, like I just, I was just saying something about Willow Smith. I just was saying like, hey, I ain't gonna lie. Would Willow Smith music be on? Because she just performed on Saturday Night Live about a week ago. Would her music be on SNL if those two weren't her parents? If she was just a girl who was raised in a small town, wrote music. And that's what she wrote. Absolutely. With her hair back and forth don't count because that was written for. That was something they gave. Like, oh, will your daughter want to do music? So all the music she's written. Absolutely not. Bro. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. There's there's millions of kids that were more talented talented than her. She was just <clears throat> she just had an opportunity based upon her lineage. You know, you get placed in certain rooms and you get catered to in a different way. Plus, she come from a, a artistic household where. Her father and her mother uh, groom her artistic skills more than the book skills. You know what I'm saying? 
being first of all being formally educated is just perfecting your memory how well can you remember your spelling words how well can you remember calculus how all school is from k through 12 is memorizing shit that's it when you get to college it's part part of that is still that until you get your internships where you have to actually go experience your job in the flesh and see if you can actually do it but school is mostly how well can you remember something when you have to deal with your skills and your traits and what you're actually good at is when it gets into can i build can i build something off of this do i think willow was is talented for sure i think she's talented but mm -hmm. do i think she is like the oh, most talented, talented <laughs> child musician hell no hell no she wouldn't have walked away from I whipped my hair back and forth a multi-platinum selling single which it probably was a multi-platinum selling uh, album and then didn't do shit for a couple years she didn't want it her father wanted it for her that's a whole other that's a whole other conversation about legacy you cannot push the legacy on on your predecessors you know like the people that's gonna come after you, you cannot push the legacy on them and feel like they're gonna adopt it with the same enthusiasm that you created it with no, because she wants to do music she wants to do music so listen i want to do music will smith my dad he can get me a producer give me certain tracks mm -hmm. you know he gave me the things that if me and you want that most kids not don't have access to when they just decide they want to do music then we get a hit because you know i got the best of the best working together damn we got Yo. a hit then okay she decides i don't want to do that day. i want to go like really write my own music and such and such and then it's hey i don't really want you to have anything to do with it dad i want to really write my own music and such and such um dad you know i'm all, all on my own i'm doing all this on my own okay willow but you still got the the you're still willow smith now so the name the brand you know what i'm saying the name willow smith performed on snl is bigger than anybody else that's doing, doing in your music genre so yeah you're gonna get that opportunity so still you don't may not have their direct help may not have will direct or jada directly behind you or directly talking to them and setting it up but you're getting the opportunity because of yeah, I, don't even, I think it's more of the benefit of the doubt before the opportunity like we're giving you the benefit of the doubt based upon where you come from you know what i mean your stock you know, back in the day, people used to marry people based upon attributes. You know, they marry their they kids off of based upon attributes. But um, before we deep dive somewhere else, I do want to bring this up. How do you feel about um, legacy when we compare it to other ethnicities outside of African-Americans? How do we stack up against their... Um, uh, ethnicities and cultures now mind you i want to make this conclusive to africans as well because nigerians thrive in america they thrive in africa they're doctors they're engineers they're like almost like the chinese are about pushing their kids into schools and having them become physicians and engineers and um, study real hard you will find a, a cure to something like I forgot the doctor's name that found the cure to AIDS. Um, he was Chinese, so that kind of pushed all the Chinese 
parents to oh i'm doubling down on my kid going to school i'm doubling down on them pushing them going through college you know as immigrants in america um how do you feel about that though i feel it everybody you know everybody got their own but every everybody it's different but it's the same Everybody has a plan. There we go. There, there's a, everybody has a. It's a. There's a plan set out. Asian, you're gonna success. You're gonna go to school. You're gonna be this. Then, like you said, they come over here. We're gonna be doctor. You're gonna be a doctor. I'm a doctor. Your sister's gonna be a doctor or a lawyer. You get it. Everybody has a plan. And I feel like the only one. I hate to be, be like, woe is me, but I uh, swear, black. But we're the only ones without a set plan. Every, we're the only ones without an actual set plan. Um, I agree, of course. <laughs> I agree. Just watch it. I mean, just looking through our family, you know, our family dynamics, me and you personally, and just looking at other people that we know personally, and the fact that, you know, African Americans have children out of wedlock at a. Um, <laughs> a disproportionate rate compared to our counterparts um, as minorities so it's just like yeah we don't have a plan we just kind of living we living day by day but I do want to put something on you um, that I was thinking about while you was talking that I feel like um, culture is our legacy as African Americans African Americans like culture is our legacy because culture introduces us before we even speak. When when we interact with different races, different cultures, different ethnicities, what they see on television, what they hear in music, they assume automatically before we even speak, just based upon our skin color. I don't think any other race experiences it to the degree in which we do because we have such a uh, a paradigm shift from tragedy of being slaves to now we are the most mimicked culture in the world you see what I'm saying like we are our actions, the way that we move, is based upon not only the entertainers, the innovators, the uh, civil rights um, leaders. We have all of these things as black folk that shape not only our culture, but our legacy. Like we can really look back and say, whatever steps we make right now, that are beyond our just let's just go one generation behind beyond our parents we're a success you bought a house you're successful <laughs> you know you started a business you're successful yes sir yes sir you graduated you college. started something you started you're successful. it you married your you married a woman and you stayed <laughs> that's what you're successful because the bar is so fucking low that's <laughs> no sad. It's sad as shit, but the bar is so fucking low, man. 
I was gonna say this comment shit is good. good. Oh man, that's great. It, it's, it's it's so low when it comes down to our legacy. The bar is so fucking low. So how can you fuck this up? When a bar, we not even expecting you to do shit, and you did some shit. <laughs> you did some shit, and you did some shit. Your name on some plaques and some pieces of paper, like we proud of you. Like we might put your picture up, you know, on the mantle one day. You know, that was granddaddy so and so. You know, like. Like in my family personally, in my family personally, every female cousin, for the first cousin, all, the, all our first cousins, every female has a degree. Mm. Every single female has a degree. That's interesting because I read an article. I read an article not too long ago that they said in the household that the kids are more propelled by the mother's achievements. Uh, scholastic achievements, meaning, you know, whatever college uh, achievements that the mother has, whether it's a social degree, bachelor's degree, they're more prepared to go to school and want to succeed watching their mother do it than their father. And women have always um, exceeded men scholastically, black men. Hell, I think the percentage of single... Um, the, the homes homes bought by single moms percentage wise is higher than it is for single fathers or let's just say male single males black males it's just something con to consider you know the power of a woman when we talking about legacy you know I like they say every uh, great man has a, a, a great woman behind him beside him however you want to put it i just feel like you just need a really solid support system it doesn't have to be an intimate partner an in intimate partner it could be just a family a village just a support system that is literally on what you're on meaning they want to be better by any means whatever that that means and whatever context that means What we got it. You said what? I want to get. A, I mean, once you get a good woman, you gotta go. You know, that's what I believe. You get a good like once you get a good foundation, which is a family. And I, I'm not trying to be technical, but you find you a good woman, get you a family, take care of her, get that little foundation, and you got it. You get good. You start doing things. You know, you be able to accomplish more things. In my life, that's how it's been for me. Once I had something, once I had the foundation, I was able to accomplish more. And the women bring that foundation because, like you said, they did. It's more more single women, more women brought home, more single women brought homes than single men. They gonna do it with you know what I'm saying. So you get with the, get, get you with a good woman. They have things that they teach us, and we have things that we, we can teach them. Women teach you to be more perceptible to routine. Routine brings discipline. Discipline allows you to lead by example. That's what women bring to the table. 
typically because when you with a woman you have children or you have obligations responsibilities that far super, you know supersede what you got as an individual you have to have a routine you have to have a schedule you have to have things organized and usually women bring that to the table so that's part of legacy building but i do want to dive into um yeah, that's a good so, that's a good way of saying what i was trying to say smart <laughs> way of saying i do want to dive into um <coughs> how do we build our children up to be a part of the legacy and i just want to give some couple tips um first off if you have a trait or a skill painting uh carpentry land flooring hvac um you're bilingual teach that to your child that is part of passing down a legacy like my dad's dad dad laid that he was a bricklayer you know that type of thing now if you don't possess any skill that 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 doesn't you know jump out to the forefront that's fine put your child in situations where they can garner skills that you don't even possess that are based upon their current skill set and attributes and what they like to do you know what i mean if you have a kid that can be bilingual put them in spanish classes i mean in about 10 to 15 years the entire country is going to be bilingual for sure it's going to happen um if they're good with their hands and they're they're already in high school or junior high school have them take some school some courses on how to build things or get them with somebody you know that can help them another thing something you actually do as you're building your credit up when they turn i think it's 16 make them an authorized user on your credit card don't give them the credit card just make them authorized users on credit cards that are in good standing that you pay on time that the credit the credit limit is high and the balance is low that's an easy way to set your child up with a, a 700 credit score as soon as they turn 18. help them get their first car cash no car note put them on your insurance if you really want to see your kids thrive don't kick them out the house when they turn 18 have an open door policy just tell them to be respectful it's certain things that you could do to set your kids up for success so they won't be in your pockets later when they start having kids you know what i mean like bro what's, 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 what's one thing that you wish you would have had at 18 right after graduation what's one thing somebody would have done or something you would have had two things either good credit or how to be financially responsible how to like balance the checkbook because around my 18 around my 15 to 18 that's when checkbooks and shit was still hot you know still a day writing the check right still a day. yeah assets and liabilities for sure so if you knew how to balance the checkbook you was cool for sure for sure yeah some type of responsibility because you're doing the math okay i spent this today oh damn oh no 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 yeah i'm like okay I, once i got a car man i was spending money they had to tell me i spent too much like when i was bought oh yeah yeah i'm thinking okay that's about a hundred hundred fifty no no you gotta add that change and all that other stuff that counts brother and all them tools a fuse a little meals a little gas 
and this and that. And, and when you graduate, B, when you graduate, 2005. I graduated in 07. So, y'all, this is back in the time where apps and applications was uh, not a thing. People didn't have phones with apps on them with their bank account. You had to know what was in your bank account while you swiping your debit card. Yes. There was no, yeah, there was no way to track that. You had to do the math. You're supposed to balance your checkbook. You're supposed to yes. spin your card and go write it down. 357 minus 110. Okay. All right. This is not okay. Shit, as long as this bitch keep going, I got money. I'm ne negative. How do I, now I owe y'all money. So when I get paid, I only have $75 because I'm negative 275. Yes, sir. This is before instant fish and fun fees was coming. You could just run your shit over and then. <laughs> <laughs> you press your check. I need more than 75. I need 175. So now I got to overdraft another 100. So when I, Bro, I was running oh, to the check cashing spot <laughs> by the liquor store. Bro, I bust all my checks there. This is when they was. McDonald's wasn't even doing direct deposit, bro. They was giving us paper checks, man. I'll never forget that shit. But, but it's simple. Like you said, these are simple things that we don't know that weren't passed on to us. Like when I talk to people, I, well, I, you know, I'm out here in the country and I talk to these country people and they talk about how bad things are. And I'm like, it's simple things that y'all don't, don't understand. It's simple things that we don't get. Like the girl, oh yeah, because I'm up. You had good enough credit to buy your first house at, at 18. You graduated and you bought your first house. A two hundred some thousand dollar house because you had good credit. Because you know, unbeknownst to you, you you yeah, you weren't living L.A. famous, but your family was doing good enough. Hey, you couldn't get faster. She was upset she couldn't get faster for college. <laughs> you know what that means? I you told me that shit. <laughs> yeah, do you know what that? I'm mad. Y'all getting refund checks. Bitch, because we've been poor our whole life, and this is the only way we're going to get here. And guess what? We still going to owe this money, and it's going to fuck us in the end. Oh, it didn't. It didn't. Mighty Joe Young said the print came Oh, no, no, no. We, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me stop. Yeah, Mighty Joe. Big dog. Mighty Joe. The best in the world. I filled out mine. They sent me something back. I'll be calling them. Setting that up tomorrow. Look, go and take them yeah. bands up off my chest, partner. I, I, you know, I owe 19. He's taking it all. I'm taking it all, baby. And what am I doing? Taking out another 19. Yeah, give me another loan. Give me another loan. You know? <laughs> yeah, we back to 19. We're like look, look, back look. on the board. What new credit mean? New credit mean new money. Get money. Yeah. <laughs> Get money. Yeah. yeah, man. So, uh, I don't hustle for my first name. I hustle for my last name, Damon Dash, man. Which brings Whoa. us to a point. Leave Every, it for your kids. Leave it for your kids, man. Leave something for them. Don't do it all for yourself. I know you want to. I know everybody want to. No, don't do it all for yourself. Remember, because at the end of the day, you did it all, and they're gonna have to start from scratch again. So yeah, guess what? And they're gonna be saying fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guess what? That was all for nothing, brother. You did it all for them to be fucked up and have to do it, have to start from zero. And then they kids have to start from zero where you could have set it up to the point where everybody could have been cool and you could have left something for So, I think it's fair to say every person has a responsibility to their family legacy. Yeah. Like, regardless. Whether you accept it or not. Yeah, whether you accept it or not, regardless if you have offspring or not. 
you're still a part of a family you have a last name you still have affiliations blood ties uh, with different individuals and you still are responsible to carry your name with honor and i don't think uh when we speak about legacy we don't talk about honor a lot being honorable being um operating with a, a moral compass having principles ethics and values when you're conducting business and when you're moving and navigating through life there is a difference between getting um establishing a legacy the right way and establishing a legacy the wrong way for example you know um the early days of the rothschilds um i forgot his name you know like the senior but um he was making his kids marry their nieces you know their um the uncle have his kids marry the brother's kids they was practicing incest because he didn't feel like no other family um was good enough to marry into his family you understand what i'm saying yeah because they part of a couple of those five or six uh, i don't know the exact number but the, the, the number of families the rothschild the that name go way back i mean jay electronic that's a rothschild he said yes he does she don't do shit. that's how deep they bloodline run bro where she don't have to do shit. you understand what i'm saying like that's that's a whole other thing when the money when you just get a check based upon your last name every month where you can literally go do like none of the newer Rothschilds, none of these last this last generation some of them are part of the family business but uh, i think a good majority of them aren't they doing their own thing and i think it takes that set of individuals to continuously make that sacrifice that's why i said you know i, I know i'm the sacrificial lamb i know my life wasn't intended to be happy to the degree of what my great 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 grandkids life will be i have to set the first building block i have to you know and i wouldn't even say i was the first because what the legacy that was given to me was not financial it was work ethic i watched my mother work in a way that i whatever she wanted to do she did it like i didn't know until my mother uh had already passed that she had a loan for a house on the kitchen table and she had a business loan on the kitchen table she was signing both of them motherfuckers she just so happened to get cancer and get sick you understand what i'm saying she was working she had got you know her um her certification uh to validate her and what she was doing she wanted to start a, a daycare center for kids with spe special needs primarily and at the time garfield was thriving as a suburb so she wanted to move us out there like she has shit set up she the only person that i know in my family that had a, a, a hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy when she died you know my mother didn't do a lot of shit right but she left something you understand what i'm saying if y'all if we i mean with no guidance on what the fuck to do but still left something that get me into thinking like damn i gotta write some memoirs damn i gotta have a living will and testament damn i gotta make a video let motherfuckers know what to do 
hey, you need to go to this house, go underneath the floorboards. It's about 200000 You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to have some instructions. I want to have some instructions for my people. <clears throat> like, that's the time you say that. Sis, sis just found, sis just found, uh, you know, my mother was the secretary of the church. She just found her, she had her box of tape. Mm-hmm. And her little tape recorder on them old school tapes, some little mini tapes that you, you know, use on the recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she be listening to them. They're the church meeting. Mm. Old church fights. She says, remember Deacon such and such? Oh, you got to hear her. Like, oh, yeah. And that's, you know, like a whole box of tape. That shit crazy, bro. And it's like, you got to always preference yourself when you talking about some sensitive like legacy so you you consequently talking about people that aren't here with us no more you know and the thing about our community we don't communicate we gotta communicate the good and the bad we so quick to say well we did good but what did we in the moment in the midst of things happening we gotta communicate with the people that is depending on us what is happening sometimes i feel like i tell my kids too much but it's like I, I'm trying to make sure that you know enough that if something abruptly happens where I'm not alive no more, you know where the fuck you come from and you know where I want you to go. I've instilled enough wisdom in you to sit up here and 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 comfortably pass away if it comes down to that point. I don't want to sit up here and be tossing and turning in my grave. You understand what I'm saying? You just want to leave enough enough legacy behind. Like I know I did a lot of shit wrong, but I tried to do right. I tried to do everything right. And maybe the amount of pressure on me got my actions misconstrued. But when you sit back and you got your own family and you got to establish your own legacy and things of that nature, then you will see for a bona fide fact that damn, man. Daddy really was fucking striving and trying. He really was breaking down barriers for us because this process ain't as hard because I watched him do it. It's something about watching a motherfucker do something, man. Like when I be playing video games, I can't get past the board. You know what I do? I go right to fucking YouTube. I search <laughs> that board. I watch another motherfucker beat the whole board and then I go do it. I don't need to change the difficulty level. I play it on the same difficulty I've been playing it on. I, I usually play on the hardest difficulty because I, I believe in getting a bang for my book. I hate a motherfucker that beat a game in the day. You weird. Your games cost too damn much. It's something about watching somebody else do it first. Once you see that, that's it. It shouldn't be, you shouldn't need no extra motivation outside of that. I, got some I can't watch him. Can't watch the YouTuber. That's that new nigga shit. I'm old school, big dog. I'm gonna keep on trying. You say you can't watch YouTube? No, no, I'm, no, I'm the video game. I'm old school. I ain't played YouTube. Yet. I ain't played video games in the. You can watch somebody do a YouTube there. Oh, you ain't want to break your. You ain't want to break your system over a level yet. <laughs> yeah, I never. I never got that mad. I yeah. never got that man. I was I, I've been up to three, four in the morning. I eventually did it. 
One thing I gotta say, I, I eventually get it. But um, we actually went over time today, bro. We passed thirty minutes. We forty-four minutes in. That's legacy for your ass. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna let you close out, man. Give us some words, man, before we get up out of here. Okay, so all right, on the uh, to get up out of here, we just gonna say for the legacy. Remember, it's not only about you, it's about what you leave. And your legacy can affect others. So beware of your legacy and all the moves you make. It's the Hidden Gems Podcast. This myself. Be Funny 216 on Instagram. And Manifest Destiny. Damn, B. <laughs> Did I get it right? I, 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 was, I don't know your shit like you do. You know you do it better. I don't know why you put it on. But I can just say bye-bye. <laughs> I hate this motherfucker. Manifest. That nigga said Manifest Destiny. But get the fuck off my line, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm gonna hey, man. This is Hidden Gems Podcast, man. We out. <laughs> All right. Hidden Gems Podcast.